Fashion emergency hotline. Help! My mom doesn't think I need to go back to school You shop- have to go to school. It's the law. You didn't let me finish. She doesn't think I need to go back to school shopping. That should be a law. Go to Old Navy. You'll be voted best dress before school even starts. Old Navy? Yes. Right now, kids' clothes are up to 60% off. 60% off? Yeah. The hallway will be your runway. They have awesome graphic tees, colorful active gear, and jeans start at just $10. Now you're talking. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Balance 728 to 92. Select styles only. SRN Survival Radio Network. Good evening. This is Mark Parham. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk. You are listening to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. Every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Mark Fire. Again, welcoming you to Cat Building Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We're here helping you build the capacity to change your life. I want you to walk in your purpose, and that's what we're here trying to help you do. Hopefully some of you are working on your plan for the future, and tonight we're going to help you. We're now three or four months into the year, and some of us have moved forward, but some of us are still in the same place. But what matters is that you're ready to take the first big step, and tonight's show is going to help you do that. You have to be ready to get this business game. National Small Business Week begins May 1st through May 7th. You have to find out from professionals what this means. Information is key. So tonight we're going to talk about a couple events that I recommend that you attend during National Small Business Week and during the Cat Building Minute. I'm going to talk about how to get the most from these type of events. So tonight's show, we're going to be talking about National Small Business Week in Atlanta. I have Dr. Larry Spinelli, Director of Outreach and Public Affairs from the Overseas Private Investment Corporation, OPEC. He's going to be talking about OPEC and what it does to help small businesses, and he's going to be talking about a conference they have coming up in May during Small Business Week called the Expanding Horizons Workshop. Then after that, I'm going to bring on and welcome her back, Ms. Carrie Dennison, SBA Georgia District Director. She's going to talk about what the SBA is going to be doing during National Small Business Week. She has a lot of information. She's been here before. I just never get enough. We run into each other all over the place because she has a wealth of knowledge about what the SBA can do to help you start and grow your business. Now, for those of you who were with me last week, I had Joseph Gibbons on. He's the president of Gibbons Consulting Group, and he's the chairman of the Energy Equity Alliance. We talked about his story. It was kind of fantastic about how he got to where he is, but what's even more fantastic, we talked about the business of energy and how important it is for small businesses to recognize this is a whole new frontier that you can get into to grow your business. So if you have not listened to that show, you need to go to catbuildertalk.com, click on last week's show, and listen to what Joe had to say about energy. You're going to find out. I got a lot of calls after that show just saying a wealth of knowledge and good information. So Catbuilder Marketing, I have been getting a lot of questions about how do I develop my brand? How do I get it out to the Internet? So, so many questions that I collaborated with Alicia Redmond Studios to offer a number of great packages to help develop your brand. We're doing everything from headshots, media kits, marketing videos, and a few other items to help you get your brand out there. We're going to be posting this information later this week. Don't miss it. Great pricing, great packages. You really need them. And as along with that, you know, I keep I launched a Cap Builder virtual coaching program. I coach you all online. Uh, great packages, low cost. I can help move you forward and just hold you accountable. Personal development, developing your idea, writing your plan, all for a reasonable price. And also, if you have an event, call us out. We're doing audio and video. Uh, we can come cover your event. We can post your stuff online. We have two-way systems, everything you need to have a great event. So check us out, go to capbuilderproductions.com, 
If you want to see your events, go to catbuildingtv.com. We'll even post your photos and videos from your event live, okay? Now, past events, the only event I'm going to talk about last week, the Dream Project was fantastic. You should see the postings. Go to survivalradionetwork.us.com. You can also see them. If you go to my Facebook page or Clark Garrison, Paula G, you can see the videos. Magic Johnson was there. A lot of people were there. Uh, you're going to see the Sweetie Pies were there. So just, just check it out. Coming events, we're going to be talking about two of these tonight. The International Small Business Week, the SBA is having an event on Tuesday, May 3rd. And so is Expanding Horizons going to be on May 3rd as well. We're going to talk about both of those events tonight. And, of course, Tuesday evening, this Tuesday at the Urban League, I'll be teaching a class talking about how to write that business plan. So we've got a lot in store for you to show. It's going to be great. We're going to be talking about National Small Business League, why this week is important, why it even came about. Because those of you that are in the small business, you need to recognize the effort that you're putting in is changing the world. One of the interesting things we're going to be talking to Dr. Spinelli about OPEC. Man, I've been looking at projects all over the world. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You listen to Mark Prime, Cat Builder Talk. When I come back, I'm going to be talking about my Cat Builder Minute, talking about when you go to these kind of events, how to take advantage of it, how to get something from it. So I'll be back in a moment. Cat Builder Talk. you want to take your business to the next level? Ultimate Business Solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online. Specializing in graphic arts, web development, and internet marketing, Ultimate Business Solutions creates the face of your business. If you're looking for a custom logo, dynamic website, or popping marketing material, call Ultimate Business Solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebizsolutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions. Let us create your future. College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. Survival Radio Network. Hey, this is Mark Pryor coming back at you. A little Mind Power by James Brown, because that's what we're going to talk about now, Mind Power. This is a Cat Builder Minute. And tonight, because we're going to be talking about going to events, I want you to, when you go to the events, I want you to be purposeful, okay? So I'm going to go over about a few tips, just things that I want you to do when you get ready to go to the events. Number one, you know, I, I read these articles. This is a great article I found online today. Number one is nurturing your existing relationships. You know, people that work with you in the past, people that can attest to your substance and skills, they can make things happen for you. So keep in contact with them. You know, find out what things they're going to. When you go to an event and they're there, it's kind of like having somebody there that can introduce you and verify and validate who you are. So stay in touch with these contacts for the long haul. You never know when you're going to run into them at a networking event. Second thing is do your homework. Just don't show up at the event. If you're going to go to the event, find out who the speakers are. Read their bios. 
there may be somebody there that's going to be on a panel, there's going to be a speaker that can actually help you. So if you go up to them and you talk to them, you let them know that you have researched them, you know a little bit more than what you're just walking in the room blind, they may entertain a conversation with you or they may decide they're willing to talk with you later. So do a little bit of the research. If it's a nonprofit, find out who's on the board. You may run into a board member. Also, too, when you go there, part of networking is asking questions. You know, don't be so busy when you're there talking about you. Find out about other people. Be a powerful listener. Engage people. Let them talk. Let them tell you who they are, what they represent, because it works both ways. You can't just go handing out cards everywhere. You have to engage people. And when it's time for you to talk, uh, this is so, so important, I want you to know your story. I want you to make it memorable. So when someone talks to you and they say, who are you? What do you do? I want you to have your story down. I want you to practice it in an elevator pit. Sometimes you go to a networking event and they give you an opportunity that we have any new people in when you get a few minutes to talk about, I should say a few seconds, to talk about who you are. Use that time wisely. Have a prepared list of things you're going to talk about. Don't memorize a speech now. But have four or five topics of things you want to say about yourself and your business. Number five, I want you to make every conversation personal, okay? Be friendly. Don't make it all about business, especially during the first couple of interactions. You know, talk to people about their lives, you know, their interests. Don't make it all business. Get to know people. And the last one I want to talk about, I want you to think of ways. We call it playing it forward. You hear this expression a lot. I want you to think of ways that you can give back to your fellow entrepreneurs, whether it's a fresh point of view, a connection to someone else. Maybe you're sending out industry articles. People want help. If you want help, they want help. So a lot of times you run into people that do want to help you. They just don't know how to do it, and you've got to look at ways to help them. So please play it forward. These are just a few tips that I wanted to give you about going to a networking event and making sure that you all get the right things out of it. So I'm going to go to break, and when I come back, I'm going to be bringing in Dr. Spinelli, and we're going to be talking about what OPEC is doing to help small businesses. We're going to be talking about the event that they have coming up on May 3rd. So stick with me. We'll talk, Cat Builder Talk, about small business today. I'll be right back. What it is and what it is, what it is, what it is, mind power, mind power, what it is, what it is, mind power, mind power, what it is, what it is, Join us April 30th, 2016. The Men of Vision Tour is bringing top speakers in leadership, community, and development to the Cobb Galleria in Atlanta, Georgia. This powerful lineup of speakers, including Dr. George C. Frazier, Dr. Reuben West, and of course, the Men of Vision will educate, motivate, and uplift men and women of all ages and backgrounds to go out and create opportunity and change. If you have ever felt like you were lacking in vision or provision, if you have ever felt like life was moving forward without you at the wheel, then this tour is for you. Registration is required to attend this event. Go to www.menofvisiontour.com for more details and registration. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are a part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. It's the book everybody's talking about. This has been a public service announcement by acclaimed author Gabe Polk Payton based on the Latin term res ipsa loquita, which means... The theme speaks for itself, or more commonly known, it is what it is. This book speaks to relationships, fitness, parenting, religion, and more. Get your copy today by going to www.gaypulppayton.com. 
This has been a public service announcement. SRN Survival Radio Network. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. We're going to get into our interviews for this evening. My first guest is Dr. Larry Samelli, the Director of Outreach and Public Affairs at the Overseas Private Investment Corporation. We know it as OPEC, which is the U.S. government's development finance institution. Dr. Spinelli, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be with you. Oh, man, it's great to have you here. <laughs> Especially because, you know, I, it's always great when I have a new guest on and um, I look at what the Overseas Private Investment Corporation, I've been asking people all week, do you know what OPEC is? Do you know what OPEC is? And they I think I do, but now we have someone on the show that can tell us exactly what it is. So I'll tell you what, just for a few seconds, uh, I just want you to describe who you are and what you do and describe your organization, and then we'll get into okay. the, the meat of what a- you do. Absolutely. Sure. Thank you. First of all, let me make sure everybody understands we're not OPEC, the oil cartel, because we get that right. sometimes. <laughs> Um, we're, we're OPIC, the Overseas Private Investment Corporation. We are part of the U.S. government, and we're the agency of the government that can help U.S. businesses, particularly small businesses, to get involved in the global marketplace by investing in emerging market countries. And, you know, you know, Mark, and I'm sure your listeners are aware of the fact that over 90% of the world's consumers live outside of the United States. So there's incredible opportunities out there for small businesses. The challenge is how do you take advantage of them? Where are you going to find the financing? And what are you going to do to help to mitigate some of the risks that you have when you go into a country, not the United States? That's where OPEC can help. We basically we can provide financing loans to businesses that want to invest in emerging market countries, and we also can provide something called political risk insurance, which is sort of like homeowner's insurance for your investment. In case something happens that's politically motivated, and as you know, Mark, you know you look at the world today, it changes every day, every right. week. Um, a country that you maybe thought was going to be safe and politically stable turns out not to be. That's where political risk insurance comes in. If something goes wrong um, and you lose part or all of your investment, OPEC stands by as the insurer. We make you whole, and then you know we go out to collect the money. So those are really two ways that we help small businesses to take advantage of these opportunities. Outstanding. Now, most small businesses don't even think about doing international business. They think it's way beyond their capabilities. What what can I do to help a country overseas? But what has changed? Has technology made that a lot easier? What has changed to make it more viable for small businesses to work internationally? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's it's a great question, and I think one of the main reasons, and you hit the nail right on the head, is technology. I think the world has just gotten so much smaller because of technology, particularly the Internet and the ability to communicate that way. So that's sort of number one, and, and it makes the, the, the world a less um, you know, distant place for a lot of people. So that's number one. Number two, I think, is the fact that we are doing things here in the United States. Small businesses have um, you know, unique technologies or services or whatever it is that they're doing that's very different that the rest of the world wants. Everywhere you go, people want American products, American know-how, American services. And so I think that's the second thing that's driving it. And then third, it you know, gets back to the point I made right in the beginning about most of the consumers of the world are out there. So if you're a small business in Atlanta, in Georgia, anywhere in the United States, at some point, if you want to grow, you have to at least take a look outside of the borders of the United States and think about whether that's something that you want to get involved in. Uh, so what are the, you know, I, I have the fortune, uh, because of the fact that I, I do a lot of speaking, the uh, International Visitor Bureau calls me a lot of times when business organizations come from other countries 
and I'm able to speak to them about what goes on in their country, then you're exactly correct. They're going through the same things that we're going through here, and they need our American know-how, and they're looking. You know, like I've written a book on how to start a small business, and they bought the book, okay, because they were like, yeah, you I'm sure it. they did. So, yeah. yeah. So a lot of things uh, are looking at it. So what are the steps? Like if a small business was thinking about, you know, I, I think I might want to work overseas, what are the steps that they go through to even start investigating what's out there for them? Okay, well, that's actually a great question, and if you don't mind, if I can put in a plug, and you've been so kind in mentioning several times our event on May the 3rd, but I have to tell you, that's probably as good a place as any to start for a small business okay. um, taking the consideration of the global marketplace, is to come to our Expanding Horizons May the 3rd at the Omni Hotel at the CNN Center, and the reason I say that is because at this event, this one-day workshop, is all of the U.S. government agencies that play a role and that can help a small business figure out if there's opportunities for them, they're all going to be there. So rather than somebody from Atlanta getting on a plane, coming to Washington, D.C., and spending four or five, six days going from agency to agency to agency, we actually bring everybody there, one-stop shopping, People can hear about their programs. They can do the networking, which you were talking about, very important opportunities for networking. And then probably best of all, the entire afternoon they can sit down and talk to representatives from these agencies about their own particular questions and their own particular needs. Because there's a lot of places where a small business can turn for help. So just for example, if a small business – in Georgia or anywhere, was looking at potential opportunities, let's say in Africa, but they wanted to have a local partner there. They, they didn't want to go in there by themselves, and that's probably smart, having somebody who knows the local market, but they weren't sure who could they trust, what should they do. Well, the U.S. Commerce Department has a program called the Gold Key Program where they will actually make appointments for you with people, potential local partners that they've already vetted. So that's, that's like that's a first step, and that's an invaluable step. And, you know, once you do that and you begin to identify what it is that you want to do and have a partner and have a great business plan, and then when you actually need to have the financing or you want to go forward, then you can come and see us at OPIC for either financing or political risk insurance. So, you know, everybody gets into this a little different. It is – you know better than I do even with all the small businesses that you talk to that it's definitely true that one size does not fit all. Everybody goes about right. this a little different. Yeah, they, and they do. And, you know, and I guess my next question is to you is that over the last five to ten years, has there been a dramatic increase in the small businesses going, you know, working internationally, or is it just starting to creep up? Or is it like all no, of a sudden no. like, pow, now, I would say it's probably at least it started, I think, gradually, slowly in the late 1990s. I've been at OPIC since 1998. I was actually the first director of small business at OPIC at a time in 1998 when you could just have one person do that, and I wore many different hats. Today, just to give you a sense of how that's grown, today we have an entire small business department at OPIC. I gave up my title because we have a whole department that now works on this, and probably anywhere from probably about two-thirds of the projects we do in any year are small and medium-sized businesses. So it's been really the last decade that there's been this dramatic increase, I think, in small businesses getting involved in the global marketplace. Wow. So we need to really look at that. I, you know, I was looking at the site, and I see that, there's like three types, finance, insurance, and investment funds. And I look at the investment right. funds. This is every country, Asia, Latin America, Europe, Africa. So you can just – Yes, we, if you're, that's exactly right. We, we're, we're, every, right. we're everywhere. We're open for business in 160 emerging market countries. We don't operate in the developed world in Western Europe and Japan because obviously we're not needed there. The private sector mm -hmm. can handle that. But in the emerging market countries where it is challenging, where it's very difficult, particularly for a small business, 
to get the financing that they need, and they do worry about the political risks. That's where we operate. And, you know, I don't need to tell you or your listeners what it's like for a small business to try and get financing. Now, it's challenging enough for a small business right. in Georgia to walk into a bank to try to get a loan to do something right there in Georgia. Imagine walking into a bank and saying, I need a loan for a project I want to do in Costa Rica or in Ghana or in Nigeria. You know, the chances are they're just not going to get the financing, and that's, that's where they can then come to us. That's the role that we play. Well, since we're talking about financing, um, you know, the next question I'm sure people would ask me are the, is a criteria, a lot of times the criteria here to get financing and loans and uh, particularly, you know, government-backed or, you know, guaranteed, very stringent. You know, are, are we looking at the same criteria for the overseas loans or um, uh, is it a little different or, or is it even tougher? Well, no, well, let me tell you what we look at. Um, I, I think, obviously, one of the things you always have to balance in, when you're, you're a U.S. government agency is you, you want to be responsive to your customers, but you also have a responsibility to U.S. taxpayers to be you know, diligent in everything that mm-hmm. you're doing. So we really try very hard to have that balance. So like a bank – we're going to look at a project and we're going to do a credit analysis. We have a credit committee that's going to look at it and make sure that it's something that we think is sound and is going to work, that the business plan makes sense, that we believe the projections of revenues are accurate. So we feel confident we're going to get our loan paid back to us and the business is going to be successful. Um, We also look for people to have some experience. We're going to look for a couple of years of experience um, occasionally, we will support uh, financially support a, a startup in an emerging market country, but by and large, we look for somebody that's been successfully operating here in the United States um, in some way, even if they're working for a different company, but that they've got the experience and we feel comfortable that you know they're going and having the experience there. Okay. Now, do you find that sometimes the smaller companies might get together and create like a joint venture or a partnership and then uh, decide that they're going to work international? So do small businesses get together and work together to say we're going to do this together? Is that an acceptable yeah, I mean, that way of trying to get – Yeah, exactly. That happens sometimes. The other thing that happens um, a lot is they find partners in the country they want to go to. Okay, so right. So either – Either right, either through the program that I mentioned, or a lot of times we see the diaspora people who have come to the United States from another country, and you know they're American citizens now, but you know they have family in Nigeria or they have family in Honduras, and these mm-hmm. become the, their partners. So they put together a joint venture because it's it is invaluable. It's not essential, but it's it really there's a great value to having somebody who is familiar you know, with the market, with the country, you know, with the customs and everything as part of that. So we see a lot of those kind of joint ventures as well. Yeah, no, my my sister has been doing a lot of work in Ghana, and having relationships there has helped her to establish, you know, some things. We're doing it through a nonprofit agency, but she's still, you know, the number of years that she's been working hard at it. So let's talk about the event on May 3rd. What's going to happen when people walk into the, Walking to the Omni, what can they expect? What, what's going to happen to them? Well, the first thing is um, when they come in in the morning, we're you know to uh, to register, and we're going to give them some breakfast, and we're going to give them a chance to do some networking before we start the program, and then we'll start the program at nine, about around nine o'clock, and um, we really kind of get right into it. And one of the reasons we call it a workshop rather than a conference is because it's not a lot of speeches. You know, we really get right down to it, and we'll open up with a. the first thing we're going to offer is a roundtable of all of the other government agencies, and I actually am going to be moderating that roundtable. So we will have representatives there from the um, Small Business Administration, from the U.S. Commerce Department, the Export-Import Bank, the Trade Development Agency, which is even a tinier agency than OPIC that actually does feasibility studies on markets, potential markets. And we're going to have somebody there from the a Small Business Development Center and also from the Minority Business Development 
agency, and they'll have a chance to talk about their programs, how they could help people in the audience. When we finish that, then we really get into the weeds on OPEC. We do a session on financing, a session on insurance, and then a whole session on getting started with OPEC. So we will take people through, you know, your question about the process and what do we do, how do we make the decisions. We're going to work through all of that in the application process and the credit review and all of that. That usually takes us up to about lunchtime. We're going to have a sit-down lunch. We've got a, a lunch speaker, uh, somebody who is affiliated with Habitat for Humanity that's doing a micro-lending project that we're actually supporting. And then when lunch is over, about 2.30, people can sign up in advance um, or that day for one-on-one -on -one meetings with all the agencies. If they just want to meet with OPIC people, whatever they want to do, we'll be there all afternoon seeing everybody and giving them some time to talk. They can bring a business plan if they have one, or if they're just wow. sticking their toe in the water for the first time, they can come and ask questions of us. Uh, we'll have a Q&A session in, in all throughout the program, but you know a lot of times people are a little reluctant to ask a question in front of others. They can come and mm -hmm. um, do their one-on-one -on -one meetings. And of course, through all this, we have coffee breaks and everything. There's a lot of incredible amount of networking opportunity. And um, it's just, as I said, it's, it, it, it literally would take days for somebody and, and a lot of money for somebody to come to Washington, D.C. and meet all these people. They can come, and the registration fee is $50. That includes breakfast. That includes a very nice sit-down lunch at the Omni, all the program and the one-on-ones, and, um, and I think really get a lot. And one of the things that I say to people is even if you're not ready to go global, it's a great mm -hmm. opportunity to gather information, put it in your back pocket for the future, for when you're ready to go. You'll at least be aware of these programs, who does what, what's out there to help you. And that's what we talk about, you know, being informed helps you be a better entrepreneur because you just never Absolutely. know when that opportunity is going to present itself. And as long as you know the pathway, you know, I've been doing this stuff for a number of years. I've been Department of Commerce. I even been on a couple of jobs in Russia a few years ago. But uh, and the other reason I didn't get it because I, I really didn't speak Russian, okay? But um, <laughs> they, they liked my project plan, but they just, you know, they felt that, you know, because they wanted me to go in and do some analysis and, so, but now I tell you what, it sounds like a great event. Uh, I plan on being there because I really think that the work that I'm doing, trying to help people, you know, change their lives by starting a small business. And a lot of these countries, when I speak to them, that's how they want to grow. They want to start their own businesses. I, I see in a lot of countries, women are becoming more powerful. So I think uh, women getting involved in this kind of thing too, helping other women internationally, um, that's become a very, very big thing. So I think this is a way to do that. So, um, Yeah, I agree with so you. Again, this is can... the... yeah. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say oh, that I think this business model is really what is important today. I think the notion of, you know, just handing something to somebody to help them in a country, it's not what people want. Every study, every survey has shown that if you can bring people into this, in this business model, and be part of it and have a knowledge transfer and everything, it not only is helping the U.S. business, it's also helping the country where they're investing. That's right. So how can people uh, register for this event? Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you asked me. So there is a website. It's www.com. OPIC events, O-P-I-C-E-V-E-N-T-S dot com, OPIC events dot com. They can go up there and register, and I hope they'll do that before May 3rd because we've already got about 100 people registered, and, you know, we can we reach a point where we may run out of room. But if they're not able to, to do that before, they can come to the Omni, 7.30 in the morning. We open up registration on May 3rd and they can register there. And before we run out of time, Mark, if I could just quickly say, because I didn't mention this before, we are so thrilled to be back in Atlanta because this program, which was an idea that I got 10 and a half years ago, not even sure if it was, you know, was going to work or not, 
the very, very first Expanding Horizons workshop for small businesses OPIC ever put on was in Atlanta 10 years ago. And we've now done close to 35 of these all over the United States. So when we were planning last year, and I realized we were coming up to the 10th anniversary, I said, you know, it's long overdue for us to come back to Atlanta to say thank you, Atlanta, because I stood in a room thinking maybe 20 people would show up 10 years ago, and we had almost 100. I knew we were on something. So that's thanks to Atlanta for that. Well, man, you're very welcome. I think you're coming at a good time. The weather's just getting right. The pollen's gone. So you're coming at a good time. So good. I look forward to meeting you next week, I guess on May 3rd, and I will definitely be there. And I'll thank you for taking the time tonight to come on the show to talk about this fantastic event you got coming up. All right, Mark. Thank you so much, and I look forward to meeting you, and I hope all of your listeners, I'll get to meet them as well on May 3rd. All right, sir. Thank you. I'll, Thank I'll you. see you next Good week. Night. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I don't know how many of you are paying attention because a lot of you, when you really think about it, the Internet and technology has just changed how we do business, okay? It's changed and made it easier for the small business person to be able to step up and step out and be international. So whatever you do on May 3rd, we have another event. You know, if you want to do business in the States, we're going to be talking about it with Ms. Dennison when we come back from this break. But if you've ever thought about doing international business, you might want to stick your head into this conference and at least get some of the materials because right now, global is it, particularly for women. I meet with a lot of women in other countries, and they're dealing with the same thing. And what you're doing here in the States can help them. They're looking for you. And this is an organization that says that they can invest and help you grow. What I want you to do is to go to OPIC events, register, look at what they have coming, and go to this event. If you can't spend all day, just spend some time. I know sometimes taking a whole day is tough, but I want you to go check it out. So you listen to Mark Pye, I'm Captain to Talk. We're going to break and we come back and we talk to Miss Terry. She's coming back to the show to talk about some events that the SBA has coming up to help you grow your business. I'll be back in a moment. Ladybug's Glamour Spa and Boutique. We are a mobile spa business providing top quality services to young girls ages 5 to 18. We offer a variety of glamorous, all-natural services and treatments, and it is our mission to promote self-love and self-confidence. Young ladies, always remember, before you can soar, you must learn to FLY. First, to love yourself. Visit our website for more information on how you can book a custom spa party today at www.ladybugspas.com. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. 
That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Survival Radio Network with now more than 1 million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. You are tuned to the hottest network out. S-R-N. Yes, my car I am coming back. Cat Billy Talk. Talking about helping you grow your business, real talk with real people. Trying to help you get the information that you need to get your business out there. So I'm coming back, my second guest for the night, a repeat guest. You know, I feel like uh, we're a comrade in arms because every time I go out to speak somewhere, there she is. So, Miss Dillison, welcome to the show. Uh, hello, Mark. <laughs> Hey, that's a good one together. <laughs> you know, I I'm gonna let you know that I appreciate you because every time I've called on you to bring the word of the SBA, you show even on a Saturday, a couple months ago on a Saturday, you took the time to come out. I just wanna let you know I appreciate you coming out and spreading the word about the great work that the SBA is doing, especially coming out tonight to talk about what's going to happen during National Small Business Week. So, um, so let's get started here. Uh, first, Terry, well, you know, I know you, but why don't you, you know, I said you're the SBA, the Georgia District Director, but why don't you introduce yourself and tell you tell people what you do at the SBA and talk about what some of the major things the SBA is working on right now. Okay. Well, I have been in this position as the Georgia District Director since May of 2002. Actually, been with the agency since 1987, working in a variety of locations and with different programs. Currently at SBA, you know, my job is to oversee the program delivery and operations of the agency, uh, making sure that the resources and programming that we provide. is out there throughout the state of Georgia. Okay. So, so tell me this. Like we heard in the interview with, with Dr. Spinelli about the overseas and international thing. I guess the SBA does that on a local basis in the United States. Kind of similar work, would you say? Well, one of the aspects that we work with small businesses on is uh, exporting and, and getting them into the okay. export arena. Uh, we utilize the U.S. Export Assistance Center, which SBA is a partner with Department of Commerce and Exxon Bank uh, to help small businesses do the necessary market research uh, to identify where there are opportunities for their product or service abroad, uh, help them uh, hook up with the financing they need uh, to support their export transactions and uh, insurances. Uh, that's provided through the other two agencies that I mentioned uh, to protect those transactions. And that's one aspect of it that we do. Okay. You know, every time I hear uh, Cash speak, he gives me big numbers about how many loans the FAA has done you know, in the last year. So, let's get some of those stats. So, okay. You know, he, well, he, yeah, uh, right. Okay, fiscal year uh, 2015, which was uh, uh, October 1st, 2014 through September 30th of 2015, we actually had a record year here in Georgia in terms of our total uh, dollars that we backed, $1.3 billion. And that's wow. about 20% of the total Southeast region uh, SBA lending activity. 
Uh, we had uh, almost 2,000 loans, uh, 1,980 that we guaranteed, and that's the highest number we had since 2007. So we felt very good about that. So tell me this. What do you contribute that to? I mean, we're point three, and I, and I want you to, people to understand, you know, a lot of times people think that the SBA gives money. Explain, you, you use the word back. I understand what that means, but explain to the, the people out there, what the, what does that mean? Basically, we guarantee loans made by commercial lenders. So uh, depending on the program, essentially what we're saying is if the lender makes a loan to a small business, that lender's done everything they were supposed to do in closing that loan, servicing that loan, and it doesn't work out and the loan defaults, then SBA will reimburse the lender uh, a percentage of the outstanding balance on that loan, anywhere from 50% up to 90%. Wow. And, and basically what that does is, one, it reduces the exposure of the lender, so hopefully they're more mm-hmm. likely to say yes to a prospective uh, loan application than no. And then it also gives them the ability to maybe make that loan on better terms to that small business than they would under their conventional underwriting criteria. So my initial question was $1.3 billion in 2015, the most since 2007. What do you attribute that to? A lot of businesses getting out there or uh, banks wanting to give more loans or, you know, certain are there certain programs that you have that people are really jumping into that they haven't? What's the reason for that? Probably a little bit of all of those things that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Of course, when the Great Recession hit in the fall of 2008, uh, all lending, including SBA-backed lending, interestingly enough, really came to a halt. Uh, there mm-hmm. were programs that were provided uh, as the uh, current administration came in to address those issues. And I think as we have kind of come through the recession, on the other side, people are beginning to feel more confident about starting a business where maybe they weren't before or if they had a business and were hanging on by the skin of their teeth, now they feel a little more confident in moving forward instead of being in a, a holding pattern. So, you know, I, I work with a lot of women, a lot of minority-owned businesses, so it seems like there's a, a large push that a lot of programs that you have that really focus on minority-owned and women-owned businesses. Let's talk about those for a few minutes. Okay, I think... Really, a lot of what we do uh, in terms of the lending piece is really trying to work mm-hmm. with all the segments of the small business community. Uh, one thing mm-hmm. I think that has been particularly helpful to minority-owned businesses and women-owned businesses is our push the last few years on smaller loans, loans that mm-hmm. are above, say, 50000 and maybe less than uh, $350,000. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that's a very... Um, tough niche to fill in terms of conventional lending. 50 and below, you have micro-lending organizations that provide those small uh, loans. Uh, three, over 350000 uh it may be a little easier uh, to get financing, but the 50 to 350 has been tough. And SBA has really gone, uh, I think, out of its way and really have worked hard to try and make those, uh, making loans in that category, uh, simpler, less paperwork, utilizing electronic <laughs> processing to a great deal. That brings down the cost of the transaction, which makes lenders more interested in making those smaller loans, whereas before they were not. Okay. Well, let's talk about National Small Business Week and what you got going on here in Atlanta. Okay. Well, of course, National Small Business Week is a week that has been declared every year by the President of the United States since 1963. And basically, it's a time to recognize the contributions of small business to uh, the American economy overall. And we use this opportunity to highlight small businesses in all 50 states in the U.S. territories and also to celebrate those champions, if you will, that maybe aren't necessarily business owners, but they champion the cause of small business and all the different um, subcategories of small business. So here in Georgia, here in Atlanta, 
we're actually one of four locations outside of Washington, D.C. that has been selected uh, to hold uh, one of the uh, national observances of the week. Uh, so on Tuesday, uh, May 3rd, uh, which of course is the same day as the OPIC uh, conference, uh, we will be holding our national program over at the Georgia Tech Research Institute and definitely like to give a shout out to Georgia Tech for hosting this activity. Uh, it will start at 10 a.m. with registration at 9 and we'll go until about 2 o'clock. And really the focus that we wanted to um, to present and, and support in our activity here in Atlanta, it's kind of a take on the theme. You know, the theme is think big, start small. Uh, a lot of times small businesses, you know, they will pursue something because they have a particular interest or a particular strong suit in terms of a skill or being able to produce a product or a service. And it's not necessarily in the context of what's going on in the bigger economy. So what we wanted to do is let's take a look at what are some of the broader economic trends here in Atlanta, here in Georgia, maybe even in the southeast, and then kind of look at and discuss how those larger-scale opportunities, they could be economic development projects, uh, trends overall in the economy, how can we translate those into opportunities for the small business owner or prospective small business owner? Mm. Uh, that morning uh, when we start at 10 a.m., we'll, I'll kick it off, and then uh, we'll have remarks from our regional administrator, Cassius Butts, who you referenced earlier. And uh, we'll have our uh, deputy administrator, Douglas Kramer, give the keynote kind of setting the theme and the tone for the morning. Uh, the next part of the program is uh, Deputy Administrator Kramer will uh, actually uh, hold a or conduct a, a or moderate a uh, armchair discussion with uh, some of our resource partners and those who would have their pulse on what's going on here in Georgia and in the southeast. Uh, those participants include the Georgia Small Business Development Center, which is one of our resource partners, as well as SCORE, our volunteer partner organization. Uh, we have a representative, uh, the head of AARP for Georgia, and uh, the president of the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and uh, someone from the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. And... Uh, you know, that's the kind of look at what are some of the trends, what are some of the things that small businesses should be looking out for uh, in terms of being strategic in developing their businesses based on the trends and some of the projects that are occurring here in Georgia and in the southeast. Uh, in the afternoon, wow. we have breakout sessions to kind of look at three of what we think are significant developments or industries or trends. Uh, one session deals with what we call it the tech explosion, and that's the idea of innovation and entrepreneurship. How do you take something from an idea to uh, a product or service to market? What does that process look like, and what do small businesses need to make that happen? We have another breakout section uh, called Hollywood South, and it's obviously looking at the opportunities that are coming as Georgia uh, is really becoming prominent in TV and film production. Uh, what are some of the opportunities that this activity make available or afford small business owners? And then the third session is what we call Gateway to the World, which is kind of the same topic that uh, your previous guests uh, and, uh, addressed in terms of what they're doing with the OPIC conference. And we call that the Gateway to the World. And really kind of what spurred that idea is, as you know, there's an expansion project for uh, the Port of Savannah and Savannah Harbor. And that's part of, and that's in response to uh, a similar project with the Panama Canal, with larger ships being able to come through both of these uh, entryways. That means more cargo that can be transported, that can be coming in to the Port of Savannah and then coming up I-16, if when you think about it, from the port 
up to the airport here. And so kind of looking at international trade, you know, and, and the activity that would be spun off by this uh, project. And so those are the three areas we're going to focus on. There will be some instruction, but a lot of discussion uh, for the small business owners in these three areas. Wow. So uh, that's a lot of information. I mean, so if a small business really wanted to stand and grow, they do not need to miss this event. Either one of these events, uh, every time you want, if you got two people to work with you, one needs to go to one, one needs to go to the other, because I, I just see so much information coming out of both of these events. So how do people register for your event? Well, interestingly enough, uh, we have a few slots left, but since we sent, you know, sent out our first uh, email blast, which was really just last week, we have registered almost 400 people. So we will be probably closing registration in the next day or so. But what they can do is go to sba.gov forward slash GA for Georgia. And uh, they can uh, register for the few slots that are left. And we also have a waiting list uh, so that as people drop out, (laughs) we can Mm -hmm. actually uh, get people in. The good news is that the morning sessions uh, the opening session from basically 10 until about 1130, 11.45, uh, featuring our deputy administrator, uh, that will actually be live streamed on okay. sba.gov. Okay. So if people cannot get in, they so will be able to see that session. Outstanding. So, uh, well, also, this like that's going to be a very powerful day. Yes. In addition to what we're doing here in Atlanta, uh, as I mentioned, there are other cities uh, that will each day host one of these events. And those sessions will be live streamed as well. Uh, What are the other cities? Let's see. The other cities are, are Denver, Phoenix, and San Jose. Okay. You know, you mentioned something about the whole uh, Atlanta film thing going on. It's really blowing up. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to attend that session because I think that a lot of people want to find out what's going on and how they can become involved. So that's an outstanding lineup. You know, we've been asking people to give their preferences Mm -hmm. uh, among the three, and that one Mm -hmm. is really the, I guess, has been the most interest expressed in attending that session. Yeah, I'm sure there is, because people, people <laughs> want to know. Well, I tell you what, we're coming down to the end of the show, Terry. I want to thank you for coming out and giving me this information. And I guess I need to get on the register for both of these things so I can at least stick my head in the door if you throw <laughs> it up like that. So, so uh, once again, thank you for coming out. And uh, I did post both of your flyers on the um, the thing that I sent out so people can just look at the email that I sent out. Or when you do a playback of the show, you'll be able to see how to register for these events. But, Terry, I want to thank you for coming out. really appreciate you supporting me tonight and supporting me anytime I give you a call. It's always my so, pleasure. All right. So hopefully I'll see you, see you on the 3rd. So you have a great evening. You too. Take care. All right. Okay. Well, you heard of it. Once again, another great opportunity. There is no reason if you are a small business that you cannot find a way to learn about how to grow your business. These are great events, Uh, the SBA event and the OPEC event, OPIC event. Uh, There's just no reason for you not to find out. So if you want to do business, as a matter of fact, I'm playing reasons. How about that? But if you want to grow your business internationally or locally, both of these events will help. Maybe you got to go to the morning with one and the afternoon with the other, or if you have a business partner, you guys split up. But you need to get this information. It's all happening during National Small Business Week here in Atlanta, Georgia. Go to my website, catmillertalk.com. You can go there and find out how to register. You can actually register from my website. Go look at the flyers, click on the links, boom, you can register. You can actually see if you're watching it online, you can see how to register on this thing that scrolls underneath while the show is playing back. 
And look at the emails. You'll be receiving another email tomorrow about the playback. Don't miss this. So this is my car. I am Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people that my real issues. Helping you walk in your purpose, helping you change your life, helping you grow your business. I look forward to our next encounter. You have a great evening. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on Facebook.com forward slash Cap Builder Network. We hope you enjoy the show. And now you can get great deals for your home, too. Hurry in to JCPenney this Friday and Saturday to find select Home Expressions 100% cotton solid bath towels for only $3. Plus, get an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon on select apparel, home, shoes, fine jewelry, and accessories in-store and at jcp.com. Or save an extra 15% off with any other form of payment. Now that's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Prices sell 826 to 827 coupon required. Sell 824 to 828. Some exclusions apply. 20% off for a subject credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon details. 